Hello again, Kate and Bodge here for this week's episode and how prepared we are for the arrival of our daughter in three weeks' time. As of tomorrow, I'm 36 weeks pregnant. I want to say, where has the time gone? But I'm not going to lie, I feel like I've been pregnant forever. Someone said to us once that at the end, you feel like you have been pregnant forever. And I didn't think that would be the case, but... I really just can't remember a time when I wasn't being ordered around. So I can understand <laughs> what they're saying. Also, I know how much you love the uh, size comparisons, Bodge. Nutschke from 36 to 39 weeks will be the size of a lamb. Right. Or a watermelon if you're going by fruit. <sighs> or a wedding cake if you're going by sugary carbs. Right. For how big a wedding cake? How many, <laughs> how many tiers? I, I want sizes. I don't want abstract ideas. It like, showed the image. Your, your baby is the size of a bag of imported pineapples. Missing three after customs seized this shipment. It's like, what the fuck? Are you just like give me a weight three tiers three tier cake yeah, three tier wedding cake that's a big baby <laughs> and a very tasty one at that uh, let's reflect on the week that's just passed first of all i decided to bring my maternity leave forward by a week hallelujah my last radio show is going to be friday feb 5th a week before my birth but now it's friday january 29th uh, which is two weeks before i give birth thank you for helping me make that decision, Bush. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The, the last few weeks have been um, have been tough, haven't they? Was it the crying? Uh, I think mainly it's because all the work you take on. Because if it's not the radio show, then it's this TV thing we're doing. If it's not that, then it's the podcast. If it's not that, then it's your Instagram stuff. And I was just like, how can I get you to stop? Because you don't listen to me anyway. Also, I'm in full nesting mode, aren't I? And you keep picking up heavy boxes. I'm like, please don't pick up any more heavy boxes. They're not that heavy. They're heavy enough for you not to pick them up. I pick up Baxter and Shirley. They're about 10 kilos. You shouldn't pick them up either. Should I not? No. Okay. Just rest. It, I mean, it's great that you've got this much energy, but please, just, <laughs> please, please stop. The thing is, I love being busy, but the last few months they have been off the chart cray cray. But at least we get a fortnight, just me, you, Baxter, Shirley, because... My friend Amy pointed out the other day that it'll never just be us four ever again. Yeah. So we're going to make the most of our time together as a family of four before uh, the newest member of our pack arrives. What are we going to do? Are we going to watch like a series? Are we going to, what what, <laughs> we what do should we do? I think we go on some nice walks. Yeah. With the dogs. I, I remember you said to me, I'll, <laughs> when you initially just had a week off, you're like, yeah, a week should be all right. I probably won't get bored. I was like, what? Just take another week off. We need to sort things out. We need to start thinking about having a baby, like properly. Like, okay, she's coming now. Let's <laughs> mentally prepare ourselves. You're like, bored. <laughs> it's been three days. Bored. A lot of people said to me, you will be bored if you take two weeks maternity. Who told you that? Do, do you know what? Men. My mate Connor at work who's right. 22 and hasn't got kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice one, Connor. Um, we had an argument this week. Should we talk about that? Shall okay. we open up? Okay. We fell out over blinds and curtains. Bless Jim from Hillary's Blinds. Big yourself up, mate. He was so polite. He was in the bedroom with us and we were looking at options for the bay window. And I want blinds. Bodge wants curtains. Do you know what? It wasn't an argument about blinds and curtains, even though it was. It was about... Yes, it was. Do you know what? It was about... When I, sometimes if you have an idea in your head and then I have one that doesn't agree with it you shout me down and then i react badly that's why we had the argument i shut you down or i shout you no you down. well you do both but it's made... shutting shutting you down is a bit less no you shout me down. do i <laughs> yeah you do come on let me explain on. right we've got one radiator in this bedroom and it is quite cold as it is and kate was like right i want curtains i was like well they can't go all the way to the floor and she was like why i was like because they'll block out the heat she was like no they won't what are you want about other people have it and i'm like <laughs> they do though i know i'm sure they do but it's a bit like it's a big room it's gonna be cold it's already cold we don't want to make it colder we won't have the curtains shut all the time will we 
and plus my wardrobe's in that room and I'm already having to like do some kind of army forward crawl into my clothes so no one can see me naked in the morning. So I just wanted a bit of privacy. And then so. you spoke about frosted glass and I was just like, no, I don't want frosted glass. I'd like to discuss it without being like, oh my God, you fucking moron. <laughs> At that point, Jim went, I'm just going to pop to the van and get some samples and a tape measure. <laughs> and then he came back in and because the handsome's quite hard of hearing, he shut the front door. <laughs> we were up in the office arguing and you didn't hear him and you carried on and then going, nah, nah, nah. You can't speak to me like that. I want curtains that come halfway down the wall. And then I just heard Jim go, okie dokie, I've got the uh, samples, as if to say, can you two carry on this domestic later on when I'm gone, please? Because it's getting quite boring now. Yeah. Um, But anyway, we met in the middle, didn't we? Shutters. Yeah, we've gone with shutters. (laughs) That's great. I'll tell you what did bring us together this week. Our new sofa, armchair and footstool for the living room arriving. Finally! Yeah, thanks to Sofa.com. Quick shout out to them. Why are you giving them a shout out? They delivered our stuff a month late. I know, well let me tell you this, right? They had an offer on which said you uh, order by a certain date and it will get delivered in time for Christmas. Guaranteed Christmas delivery. What they didn't say is you order one day later and it will come an entire month later. (laughs) An entire month. But we've got the sofa, we've got the armchair. Your mum's message was hilarious. Do you remember when you sent a photo of our living room with everything in it? Why is it orange? No, she actually put... Why the orange chair? <laughs> so we've got a navy sofa and a navy footstool, and then we've got this nice burnt orange armchair. Nice one, Suzanne. Yeah, says the woman whose house represents every decade since the 50s in terms of style. <laughs> like, honestly, I love that my mum has the wildest colour schemes and clothing ideas, and she just puts all these different things together. But we get an orange chair, and suddenly she's Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Suddenly she's a critic. <laughs> Oh dear, I love you Suzanne, I know you'll be listening. Always. And um, she texts us the next day and goes, listened. That's all she said. But that's it, no review. Not, not good or, or bad, just listened. Every, every Monday after the podcast, she just, she messages us going, listened. And I go, how was it? She goes, good. Which. <laughs> how about a brilliant? Or just more than one word. And we had a first this week with Shirley too. So we rescued Shirley a couple of years ago, but it was this week that we heard her blow off for the very first time. That's how it sounded. It was just a, exactly like, how it sounded. a little satisfied raspberry, wasn't she had it? She a little trump laying right between us when Bodge was scratching her tummy. It was we've so cute. We've all done it in lockdown. It's funny though, isn't it? How humans guffing in front of me. I'm not a fan of, but when it's dogs, it's super cute. Do you remember when Baxter had a, a poorly tummy? <gasps> Years ago. And we were really sad because obviously he was ill, but also he was making some <laughs> hilarious noises. That proper... Oh, <laughs> I know, bless. Like just... I did have diarrhoea, son. <laughs> He's looking really guilty now. He's like, yeah, I did. Thanks for bringing that up, Mum. Yeah, that was a grand on uh, on the deposit gone, wasn't it? Cheers, Baxter. Oh, yeah. We never got our deposit back for the carpet. Right. This week's episode, we are talking about how prepared we are uh, or how not prepared we are. Shall mm. we start with that, Bodge? Because if Nutschke was to arrive three weeks early and I went into labour tonight... What would we wish we'd done sooner? So maybe we should explain this. So again, talking about this TV show we're doing, they were filming with us yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and we've all been like, ha everything's great, laughing and joking. And the guy was like, you know, so have you thought about what happens if she comes early? And we were like, she won't. No, no. And then he was like, no, but think about it. Cause like, this isn't done. This isn't done. This isn't done. And it's like, action <laughs> and then we were just like slowly <laughs> slowly having this meltdown on camera we're like oh we ha- uh we haven't put the car seat in the car no it was gonna do that today but it's snowing you so. haven't printed out my form for birth preferences no i haven't done that i mean you could do that i like, i don't know how to use the printer right, i fine. do know how to use the you printer do, yeah. i'm just lazy but i also sent it to you saying can you print this for me 
Okay, what else haven't we done? We need to get keys cut for our friends so that if I do go into labour early, we can just trap and then they can come around and get the dogs and look after them for the day. Yeah, 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 that's, that so is that's actually another really one. key. Yeah. What about your hospital bag? Do you know what? I started packing my hospital bag and then I just didn't finish it. So I think the hospital bags need to finish being packed. Yeah, I agree. But you, we can't finish them unless you print that form out, dickhead. <laughs> it's because I'm not taking full responsibility for it. You've got to print out a form, therefore the hospital bag isn't finished. It's 99% complete. No, it's not. It's 50% complete. I know. Okay, right. Well, I'll, I'll print it for you. What else? What else haven't we done? If she turned... If tonight you went into labour, I mean, we would be screwed because... We don't have a bottle maker. Yeah, don't have a bottle maker. So if I can't, for whatever reason, breastfeed Mm. or she's struggling to latch and we need to make a bottle, would you know how to do it? No. Neither would I. Um, Hold on, we can figure this out. We've got a steriliser. We've got bottles. We've got a steriliser. Yep. But we don't have a bottle maker. Now, it's not essential because if you're making formula in the middle of the night, for example, you could fill the kettle with fresh water and then you boil it and then you leave the water to cool for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And then you've got the correct temperature of milk for the baby. But that's quite right. long. Do you remember I bought a meat thermometer at Christmas? Yeah, it's in the drawer over there. Yeah, yeah and, and I don't really eat that much meat, but I bought it anyway, just in case. Right. This is what you could use it for, isn't it? You just put it in the water so you can see what temperature the water is. So rather than waiting, you can just put a bit more cold water in. Or should we just buy a bottle just maker? Just buy a bottle maker. Why add Just this? buy a bottle maker, mate. Yeah, mate. All right, we'll do that then, son. And we're still waiting for one piece of furniture for the nursery to arrive. Once that arrives, that's it, we're done. Um, Mm. It's the chest of drawers, which we're going to double up as a changing station. Once that's here, we can put all her clothes away and we can put the changing mat on top of the dresser. Bob's your uncle. I I mean, we've got another chest of drawers, which I haven't put on eBay yet because... Because now, at the moment, nothing is turning up, is it? Nothing is turning up that you order. It's like, oh, we'll be there in three days. Oh, but no, we'll just cancel it instead. So the good news is Brexit's going well and no one's getting anything. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm keeping that because just in case, and you hate it. But it will turn up, she said, three to seven days and they're shipping from the UK. I've seen three to seven days from lots of it people. It could still be stuck at Dover. <laughs> it's not coming from Dover, don't worry. We'll see. Oh, and I need to wash all the baby clothes. Or do I? Yeah. They're not new though, are they? Your friend basically sent us all her baby clothes. Do you know clothes. what? My friend Kate, bless her, three boxes of newborn baby clothes. Baby vests, baby grows, a sleeping bag, tops, bottoms, cardigans, jumpers, you name it. So we've got all those, but she very kindly washed them all. Yeah. But new clothes, I've read, you have to wash before the baby uh, wears them. I wash new clothes before I wear them. Yeah, because of the impurities. And baby's skin is super sensitive, <laughs> Not just isn't the it? impurities. It's like if you go to a shop and you're just like, oh, I like this this T-shirt, but someone else may have tried it on. No babies would have tried clothes on. Previously. Some babies might have. Been, babies some... don't go shopping. <laughs> go into a shop and just try stuff on. Since Zara kids going, <laughs> do you know what? I don't know if that'll work for my shorts. Mm. It's just think about it. Most clothes are made like in a factory. So the impurities yeah. on there, you want to get rid of them before putting them on a baby's skin. It's just which clean, is, isn't it? Yeah. So that's what we've got to do. Baby laundry. I say we. So hold on. How do you know if your baby's clothes shrink in the wash? <laughs> <laughs> They're already small to start with. That was a really stupid joke. Dad we, joke, you're dad, getting prepared. Yeah. No, the good thing is we are prepared on lots though. Yeah. We have got a lot of stuff done. You know the book, What to Expect When You're Expecting? I've nearly finished that. I'm on the last month. So Handy. I feel like I've done <laughs> That's probably a, good lot, timing. a lot of reading on that. What have you read? Match Magazine. <laughs> the day I told Bodge that I was pregnant, he ordered three books off Amazon and he's read half of one. Do you know what? I feel like <laughs> Seth Rogen, you know, knocked up. 
And when he, you know, he gets that woman pregnant and then he buys all the books and she's staying at his and there's an earthquake and she's like, you know, panicking and then all the books fall out and he hasn't read any of them. I feel like that guy. I feel like that bum. We tell you what we do need to do, which we haven't done. Neither of us have watched a video on how to change a baby because we've been honest Mm. about not going to NCT or not doing any Zoom NCT. I've been reading a lot. The NHS website is amazing. These start for life emails that you get sent every week, um, which have a lot of information and links to the NCT courses that they do so that it's like 10 minutes of reading on one subject yeah so i learned how to breastfeed the other day watching this amazing video using me no i'm joking (laughs) so that was interesting but changing a nappy neither of us have ever done it neither of us know how to do it i mean they're pretty they make it easy nowadays don't they yeah they're not terry toweling with massive pins like velcro isn't it i think maybe if you're using a reusable nappy maybe it's velcro we are using reusable aren't we we're waiting for them but we at the moment we've only got the um, another thing stuck in brexit (laughs) yeah good point we are still waiting for the reusable nappies. We've got some nappies, though, haven't We've we? got Kit and Kin biodegradable nappies. Lovely. For now, we'll use those. No, it's panic yet. So let's talk about what else we've done. I want to feel better. It's been a very myself. productive week in yeah. Casa del Lola um, slash Bodge. Um, you put together the Moses basket stand. Thank you very this much. This may have been what I was getting at when I, when I said, let's talk about the positive And things. you built the next to me bed? Yeah. Do you know what? I've realised I'm really good at building things as long as I get two goes at it. Because the, fir- <laughs> the first time I do it, I build it and I go... I've got something wrong here. And then I? you go onto YouTube and watch a video on how to build it. Basically, YouTube is my dad. I was in the middle of my radio show and Bodge was upstairs and he was surprising me by building the next to me bed. <laughs> and then he, he said I could come up after my show, but then he'd done it wrong. So he took it all apart. So when I went upstairs, like nothing had been done. He was on the second go and I was like, I thought you said... I was like, honest, I have done... <laughs> I've done it. I just did it wrong. Anyway, I'm glad you've. I'm glad you went onto YouTube and watched the video on how to do it. Do you know what it was? It was. It was. There was one long plastic bit that was left out, and I'd kind of got things back to front, so it was fine. It was structurally sound. Sure. But that plastic bit was what keeps the baby from not just like rolling out. And I was like, yeah, I can't just leave that. I have to put that in. And we joint put together the bath stand. I mean, that was mostly you, actually. That was mostly you. I came in, I helped a bit. And yeah. I was like, do you want to just leave it to me? And you were like, you were in that kind of mad phase where you don't listen to me and your eyes glaze over. <laughs> it's a bit like zombie Kate. And I was like, do you know what? I'll just let you, I'll let you finish. You'll be happier. Baby baths have come a long way, haven't they? You must remember being bathed in the sink. No. No? No, never. My mum has photos of all of us sitting in the kitchen sink being bathed. How big was your sink? There's four of you. Not together, you dingbat. Well, that's how it sounded. <laughs> You used to just put a baby in a massive bath, which was a ball ache for everybody, right? Because the baby would keep slipping and you'd have to fill a whole bath of water. I mean, you wouldn't fill it right up because they're tiny. But still, nowadays, you just fill the little teeny tiny bath. It's got a little bum bump so the baby doesn't slip. It's got a little padded back. And it's just like, it's like, you know, when you go in a jacuzzi. And then you go in and you find like your seat and you're like, oh yeah, this is my, that's what it is. It's like a baby jacuzzi, but without the jets. There you go. That's the next logical step, isn't it? A baby jacuzzi. Oh, what a Patent waste of that. money. It'd be like those cars they buy for babies. Babe, she's going to have one. What? A, a car? car? No. And I bet you're the person who buys it for her. No, there's a difference between technology and completely wasting your money. I'm not buying a remote control car for I my- look forward to playing you this conversation back when you decide to get her a remote control car that she can ride. I mean, never say never. Let's talk about the pram because this weekend has been very pram focused pram heavy it's been very pram led do you remember the day we went pram shopping yes 
It was in Swiss Cottage. It was when shops were allowed to open for that brief period, like August. I remember driving there because there were roadworks and we sat in one long bit of traffic for ages. I remember we fell out. Yeah, we fell out because you were being very... You weren't being gentle enough with the steering wheel. I mean, Do you remember? so reasonable. You're very no. rough, very sharp. It makes you quite car sick when, okay. you're, when you're that... You've got to be more fluid when right. you're driving. Maybe don't look at your phone the entire trip and then you won't be car sick. As you can imagine, me telling him how to drive didn't go down very well. <laughs> and then we got stuck in traffic, like he said. So we were late for our appointment. But when we finally got to the baby store, we were so impressed with how advanced prams have become. Well, because, mainly the one we got. Yeah, it comes with a battery that gives the pram a kind of turbo boost if you're yeah. walking uphill. And it can also, I think it automatically like adjusts if you're on sand or a different terrain. It's like an all-weather four-wheel drive pram. Technology. It's good, isn't it? We can say the brand. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah, Cybex. Yeah, E-Priam. It's really good, I've got to say. And the thing is, because you see people struggling up hills, because where we live, there's loads of hills. Yeah, we've moved to a very hilly area. And one of the hills that we walk up at the end of our dog walk, we always try and like beat each other, don't we? But when we get to the top, we are panting out of our backsides yeah in fact that hill is so steep that yesterday when we were walking the dogs this guy just appeared out of nowhere and just went ah! <laughs> and we thought he was he was just some crazy guy he i was, don't know if he was shouting at us or anything we just both looked quite shocked and then about 20 meters down the <laughs> he was kept running they looked back and he went sorry sorry he just run up the the steep hill it so was his rocky moment wasn't yeah, it it yeah. was but for that reason that's why the epriam is so good for us because we should put I'm, him in the epriam <laughs> Because if I'm struggling with, if I've got Nitschke, if you say that you're at work and I've got the two dogs, I've got Nitschke, I've got groceries on the bottom and I'm going uphill. If I just press the battery on and also because I'm having stomach surgery and I can't exercise for six weeks. So it's going to assist with that. Big up Cybex. And then I sat on a chair in the shop. Oh my word. We weren't going to buy a breastfeeding chair, but I sat in in a chair and and I was like, this is a bit of a ride. And the lady said... That is the comfiest chair I've ever sat in and it's perfect for feeding the baby. So the Hanson then sits in it and he's like, yeah, this is amazing. I might buy one and use it as a gaming chair. I mean, I don't even, I don't even game really, do I? I play my PlayStation like once a year. It's, listen, I don't often rave about chairs because I'm not that guy, but I sat in this chair and this was the best chair I've ever sat in, Mm. hands down. It's a shame, isn't it? Normally you're the over-enthusiastic one, right? (laughs) I'm like the, yeah, whatever. This is the best chair. It was like a rocking chair made from clouds. (laughs) It's weird, isn't it? Because it's not an armchair. Like You'd think the best, like armchairs would be comfier than breastfeeding chairs, perhaps. It is an armchair though, isn't it? Well, it's a breastfeeding chair, but it will be an armchair afterwards. I don't care. It's, that is going in my office. I think it's Monty. We'll put a link to that in as well. That will rock looking, me to sleep. If, you, if you're looking for a breastfeeding chair, that is the chair to buy. We haven't ordered it. We, it's, That's another thing held up in Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we put together the Epriam yesterday and took it for a test run with Baxter in it, which was great fun. And as we walked out of the house, I felt like... I felt nervous going this, you know, in three weeks or four weeks or five weeks time, this will be us taking the baby out in the pram. I did feel like a bit of a learner driver, but I'm glad we took it for a test run. I really am because now we've done it. We know how to use it. Got a couple of Karens on Instagram saying, can't believe you put your dog in the pram where your newborn's going to be. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, You shouldn't encourage your dog. What if he jumps into the pram when baby's in it? Mike Baxter can't even, he can't, he can barely get onto the sofa. He'd never be able to get inside a pram, which is significantly higher than our sofa. I mean, look, in in all honest terms, you do have to train your dogs to not go where the baby is, right? So, but that is possible also. Us putting Baxter in the pram when there was like, we put down a bin bag, 
bag and a massive towel to cover it. And we did it for a laugh. But also he was bathed and then we picked him up, put him in and he sat still for 10 minutes walking around the block. And you know what? It was funny. It was funny, (laughs) right? So it was worth it. So if you don't like it, get fucked. I don't care. It was funny. It was. And he had a lovely... T- he even laid down at one point. He turned around and he went, do you know what? This is both entertaining and fun. <laughs> so it's okay. And if you want to see uh, the shot of us with Baxter in the pram, the Daily Mail sent down someone uh, to take photos from a very long way away. So we didn't even know they were. So for some reason, that is of interest to people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I've also got a lovely video of you pushing Baxter, which I'm going to put on um, as a reel with that song that goes, they see me rolling, heating. Do you know what that video made me realise? I've got duck feet. You do have duck feet. I've I walk outwards. You do? I walk outwards like a, like a policeman. <laughs> so that's, that's going to be... <laughs> like so- a policeman. And then I looked it up last night and Kate was like, what are you doing? It was 11 o'clock at night and I had like my massage ball like rolling it on my gluteus maximus. I'm like, I don't want duck feet anymore. <laughs> I don't want duck feet. I'm going to change how I walk. You are not going to be able to change how you walk. You've walked like that for 37 years. I'm going to change how I walk. Watch, they're going to change. So all in all... We have stuff to do. We need to put the car seat in the car. We need to get keys cut. We need to print the birth preferences sheet. And I need to finish packing my hospital bag. But other than that, you know, we've got nappies. We've got wet wipes. We've got clothes for the baby. We have a next to me bed. We've got a pram. We've got all the basics. I think we are nearly there. Let me ask you this. Go for it. How do you feel mentally? Are you mentally ready to be looking after Yeah. I always remember bumping into Angela Scanlon on a train. And she said to me, when I said I was still ambivalent about having kids, because I don't know if I'm ready. She said to me, well, you've got nine months to get ready. And I never forgot Mm. that. And I genuinely feel like, you know, these nine months, that is your time to get ready and to feel mentally prepared. And I do think we are 90% there. We've done hypnobirthing courses. This podcast has been so eye-opening, the first and second series. Um, We've done reading, you know, we've we've been online a lot because we didn't do NCT. So I do, honestly, I do feel prepared. But like everybody says, nothing can prepare you until they actually come. I gotta say, I don't feel particularly mentally ready, but I don't think that's because I'm not thinking about it. I think it's because she's just not here yet. Mm. And I I cannot possibly envision what it's gonna be like actually. Like my friends say to me, Oh, you won't sleep and I'm like, yeah, I won't sleep, but it it's not real until you don't actually sleep. Yeah. You know, and there is a slight fear mm-hmm. like how to stop her crying how to stop her doing this, you know, how to change her, how to feed her, how to keep her happy, how to keep her alive. (laughs) I I have a rough, probably quite a good knowledge of all those things, but I just like to drill down to specifics to make sure I know what I'm doing. But generally, I am excited. I'm really excited. Same. We're most excited to see what she looks like, right? Yeah, it's all I think about. Like, what is she going to look like? Will she have your big head? Will Will she she look like the milkman? Will she look like me? Will she look like Donald Duck? Will she look like the milkman? (laughs) You jive. Um, But I want to thank my friend Kate for sending all those clothes for Nitschke because some people can be a bit precious. Like, no, I want all new stuff. So I'm really lucky to have friends like Kate and my brother's girlfriend Tanya as well, who gave us a load of my niece's nearly new clothes as well. We haven't had to buy hardly anything. And I think recycling baby clothes is just, I think it's the way forward because they grow so quickly, right? They're going to be out of it within three months. So I'm really pleased that we've got so many clothes that have been given to us. And do you know what? Thank you to all the lovely um, gifts we've received as well. We've had some really amazing brands get in touch with us. We've been sent some beautiful bits, like to 
Tobias and the Bear, Fred and Noah, Tilby Maternity. I love the clothes they sent me and obviously Cybex for the pram. Elvie sent me a breast pump. Mm. Um, Can't wait to have a go. Artie Pop sent me this gorgeous baby carrier. We've got Kerry Kit for my gorgeous changing bag as well because I'd never heard of Kerry Kit. It's um, the bag I'm going to take to the hospital for the baby and then I'm going to use it as my changing bag. And then I'm going to use it as my work bag because it's so bloody brilliant. Do you know what? I'm a bit disappointed that no one sent me anything (laughs) because I'm going for this journey with you and yet no one has sent me anything. Where's all the paternity stuff? Where's my comfortable pants? Where's my... I don't know where... (laughs) I bought you something, actually, that you can wear that's baby-related. I really want to give this to you. Can I just give this to you? Go on. Where is it? You've been threatening to give this to me for about a week. It's upstairs. We've got to film it for the show we're doing. I'll give it to you later. All right. Yes. But you're getting something gifted from me. That's just a gift. Oh, big up. That's what they call gifts. Presents. (laughs) It's a belated birthday present. Yeah. Um, All right. So we have one final guest next week for our podcast we are so excited to be ending our series with the happiest mum of the happiest babies queen of the jungle giovanna bloody fletcher who not giovanna fletcher winner of this year's i'm a celebrity get me out of here yeah oh okay her fine this is a dream guest booking isn't it and we'd love your questions for giovanna yeah because we're going to throw this open as a kind of q a Mm mm-hmm so if you want to send us any questions for Giovanna, email us at maybebabycast at gmail.com. Maybebabycast at gmail.com. I'll also be putting up a Q&A on my Insta stories Monday night. That's all we've got time for for this week's episode of Maybe Baby. I just want to give some shout outs to the lovely listeners. Yes. Uh, who have given us uh, wonderful reviews, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Why are you getting angry? Not. I'm just emphasising that if you want to get a shout out leave us a five star review. <laughs> uh, so I want to shout out to Cal K26, Lish FC, Gally Sharon. Again, these names are fantastic. MsB79, Allens88, Sarah Forrich and Anne K1978. You've all been so lovely. It is really nice hearing from everyone so um, please do keep it up. We look forward to our final episode with Giovanna Fletcher next Sunday night. Until then, thanks for listening and have a great week. <laughs>